There is a report that at a business meeting once you pulled out a knife. I sure damn did. Did you? Yes, I did. Why? Because. Oh dear. Because there was a record company. <laughs> you were about to say something. You I can't say. I was a record company that stole my albums and didn't pay me. And they came to Switzerland. And I said, where's my money? And they said, we're not going to give you any money. I said, oh, yes, you are. And I got a gun. Uh, it was a gun. It wasn't a knife. And I followed him to a restaurant, and I tried to kill him. I missed him, and I went back to America. You actually pulled the trigger? Oh, f not. Excuse me. <laughs> yes, I did. And felt, and felt better for it. Oh, yes. Sorry I didn't get him. So now we've advertised that side of your life, and you say that you're still looking for a lover. Um, people are, men are going to be a bit nervous of you, aren't they? They are very. You managed to put them at ease? No. And you don't try too hard? No, no, I don't try. I tr yes, I try hard, but I refuse to cook or to clean. So they've got to take you as, they, as you they've are. They've got to take me as I am. I think what you're trying to ask is, uh, why am I so insistent upon giving out to them that blackness, that black power, that black pushing them to identify with uh, 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 black culture? I think that's what you're asking. It's, it's, I have no choice over it in the first place. To me, we are the most beautiful creatures in the whole world, black people. I mean, and I mean that in every, every sense, uh, outside and inside. And to me, we have a culture that uh, is surpassed by, 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 by no other civilization, but we don't know anything about it. So again, I think I've said this before in this same interview, I think, uh, sometime before, my, my job is to somehow make them curious enough or persuade them by hook or crook to get more aware of themselves and where they came from and what they are into and what is already there and just to bring it out. This is what compels me to compel them. And I will do it by whatever means necessary. Good evening and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. That woman, I'm sorry, that icon, that was Nina Simone. Nina Simone was born today, 89 years ago. February 22nd, 1933. It wouldn't be lost on any of us that her birthday coincides with the day that Malcolm X was murdered. And when she's talking about blackness and black power, I know that had to hurt when uh, Malcolm X was murdered assassinated in uh, 1965 on February 21st. So, this this icon, this oh my goodness. I I loved her. Hold on. Eunice Kathleen Wayman. Eunice Kathleen Wayman, born February 21st, 1933 in Tryon, North Carolina. She died on April 21st, 2003, age 70 in Carrie-la-Ronde, France. She was a singer, a songwriter, music, 
musician, arranger, composer, activist. She was Nina Simone. To make a living, Simone started playing piano at a nightclub in Atlantic City. She changed her name to Nina Simone to disguise herself from the family members having chosen to play the devil's music, or so-called cocktail piano. She was told in the nightclub that she would have to sing her own accompaniment, which effectively launched her career as a jazz vocalist. She went on to record more than 40 albums between 1958 and 1974. She enrolled in Ju the Juilliard School of Music in New York City. She then applied for a scholarship to study at the Curtis Institute of Music in Philadelphia where she was denied admission despite a well-received audition, which she attributed in, to racism. In 2003, just days before her death, the Institute awarded her an honorary degree. <laughs> and that interview clip that I played for you at the beginning, she was angry because basically they tried to steal from her in terms of her music, in terms of these compositions that she wrote. She was fierce. And I don't blame her. Because she was treated unfairly, unjustly. She was a bright light in the civil rights era. She, I mean, you, you think of the songs. First of all, Mississippi, goddamn. This was her response to the June 12, 1963 murder of Meg Revers and the September 15, 1963 bombing of the 16th Street Baptist Church in Birmingham, Alabama that killed four young girl, black girls and partly blinded a fifth. She said that the song was like throwing ten bullets back at them, becoming one of the many other protest songs written by Simone. The song was released as a single and it was boycotted in some southern states. Promoted, uh, promotional copies were smashed by uh, Carolina radio station and returned to Phillips. She later recalled how Mississippi Goddamn was her first civil rights song. And that song came to her in a rush of fury, hatred, and determination. The song challenged the belief that racial relations could change gradually and call for more immediate developments. Me and my people are more, are just, are, are due. It was a key moment in her path to the civil rights activism. Old Jim Crow on the same album addressed the Jim Crow laws after Mississippi Goddamn. A civil rights message from was the norm of in Simone's recordings and became part of her concerts. As her political activism rose, the rate of release of her music slowed. Simone performed and spoke at civil rights meetings such as the Selma to Montgomery marches. Like Malcolm X, her neighbor in Mount Vernon, New York, she supported black nationalism and advocated violent revolution rather than Martin Luther King Jr.'s nonviolent approach. She hoped that African Americans could use armed combat to form a separate state, though she wrote in her autobiography that she and her family regarded all races as equal. Woo! There's been a lot said about Nina Simone. First of all, her voice, that beautiful contralto voice. She's saying, I love you, Porgy. My favorite, and I think everyone's, is Don't Let Me Be Misunderstood. That is such a tapestry of sonic Ooh. everything. 
I've, I love Wild is the Wind. Nima Kipas. Uh, how do you say this? Oh, okay. She sang in French. She, you know, I put a spell on you. Lilac Wine. Sinnerman. Sinnerman is such a great song. She would compose these songs. And the people that she influenced from Lauren Hill to Mary J. Blige to a lot of a lot of rockers too. Everyone from Chris Cornell of Soundgarden to Maynard James Keenan of Tool who have talked openly. Even um, Elton John who talked openly about Nina Samo. Nemi I don't know French, but Sinnerman. <laughs> don't let me be misunderstood and her takes on feeling good and Sinnerman have remained popular in cover versions, most notably a version of the former song by the animals. Sample usage of their songs and Sinnerman has been featured in the films The Crimson Pirate, The Thomas Crown Affair, High Crimes, Cellular, Deja Vu. Miami Vice, Golden Door, Inland Empire, and Harriet, as well as TV series such as Homicide, Life on the Streets, Nash Bridges, Scrubs, My Own Personal Jesus, Boomtown, Person of Interest, Shameless, Love, Hate, Sherlock, um, oh, I love Sherlock, The Umbrella Academy, even um, Kanye West sampled her. Now, I'm going to play an acapella. I am giving uh, copyright credit to Nina Simone, 1965. Here we go. Maybe you understand me now. If sometimes you see that I'm mad. Don't you know no one alive can always be an angel? When everything goes wrong, you see some bad. But I'm just a soul whose intentions are good. Oh, Lord, please don't let me be misunderstood. There is so much in that vocal take, and I was able to play that for you because it's an acapella, but I still gave it a copyright. She is, I mean, she's been gone since 2003. Oh, this is what I love. Dr. Maya Angelou said this in 1970. She is loved or feared, adored or disliked, Maya Angelou wrote in 1970. But few who have met her music or glimpsed her soul react with moderation. Uh, Simone was diagnosed with bipolar disorder in the late 1980s. She was known for her temper and outbursts of aggression. In 1985, Simone uh, fired a gun at a record company executive, mentioned in that interview, whom she accused of stealing royalties. Simone said she tried to kill him but missed. Yep. She was tough. I mean... Woo. This is this is this is where we go to the legacy. Musicians who have cited Simone 
as in fact i think nina simone took that stage name from the french actress simone cigarette and simone if you remember because this is a film podcast even even my watch is like, oh, let's look up Nina Simone. Um, well, it's like Billie Holiday. You know, Billie Holiday's real name wasn't Billie Holiday. It was Eleanor Fagan. And um, she named herself after, I believe, Billie Dawn, who was a actress. Oh, this is this is who Nina Simone named herself after. Simone Seymour. Simone Signore, who won an Academy Award for the film Room at the Top. She was a French actress. She was also in Ship of Fools. If you've ever seen Ship of Fools, that's a really great film. So the fact that Nina Simone gave her stage name is named for her is it's just amazing. Her, these are the musicians who in, who were inspired by her. <sighs> Simone, as important for her own musical inspiring, include Elton John, who named one of his pianos after her, Madonna, Aretha Franklin, Adele, David Bowie, Patti LaBelle, Boy George, Anthony and the Johnsons, Diane Reeves, Sade, Janis Joplin, Nick Cave, Van Morrison, Christina Aguilera, Elkie Brooks, Tablet, Talib Kweli, Mostef, Kanye West, Lena Horne, Bono, John Legend, Elizabeth Fraser, Cat Stevens, Anna Clavi, Cat Power, Licky Lick, uh, oh, I know who this is. Yes. Licky Lee. Licky Lee. Peter Gabriel, Justin Hayward, Maynard James Keenan, Cedric Blixard Zala, Mary J. Blythe, Fantasia Barino, Michael Jira, Angela McClutsky, Lauren Hill, Patricia Babua, Alicia Keys, Alex Turner, Lana Del Rey, Jose, Matt Bellamy, who was, you know, the lead singer of Muse, Ian Mackay, Carrie Brothers Jr., Crucial, Amanda Palmer, Steve Adelaide, Jeff Buckley, John Lennon cited Simone's version of I Put a Spell on You as a source of inspiration for the Beatles song Michelle. American singer Michelle Indegiocello released her own tribute album, Po en Omi so, um, which is dedicated to Nina Simone. I want I want to say it properly because I do love French. Let's see. Pour une âme souveraine. Beautiful. The following year, experimented band Zoo Zoo released a cover album, Nina. In 2019, American rapper Whale released an album titled Whoa, That's Crazy, containing a track called Love Me Nina, which contains audio clips from Simone. Yep. There was an amazing documentary called What Happened, Miss Simone? Released in 2015 on Netflix. I believe it's still available. Liz Garbus. Liz Garbus is the is the director. It also has Nina's daughter, Lisa Simone Kelly, served as the film's executive producer along with Sidney Barmont, Adam Delado, and John Kamen. Ah, now, for her contributions to music, to activism. 
And I feel that that documentary also helped reignite this fire and this passion that we all have for Nina Simone. She was nominated and inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame posthumously. Yep, She was inducted by Mary J. Blige. And I can find it. Lauren Hill sang um, the French song. Um, Audra Day sang another song. It's so funny because Audra Day went on to play Billie Holiday. Now, her brother, Sam Wyman, accepted the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame award on her behalf. What I just said was true. I can endorse that because... Hello. Hello. My name is Samuel Wayman. That is Eunice Wayman. Everything that Mary J. Bly just said was true. I can endorse that because I am her brother. I'm going to tell you a couple of stories. They said I only had three minutes. I said, no, I don't. I'm going to take as much time as is necessary for, to say what I need to say. First of all, giving honor to the Almighty for being here. And I want to say thank you, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, for inducting her into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It is the oddest thing for you to induct her because Nina Simone, Eunice Wayman, is a nonconformist. She's a non-traditionalist, as I am. Oh, and we just hit a snag. We hit a. I, I'm so tired of these commercials. Um, so here we go. Let's 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 go back to it. The technical difficulties that come. So here we go. Let's return to his speech. I see my sister, but when I also look at her, I see an enormous classical pianist. That woman could play. And I remember a story. Don't worry, I'm going to take my time telling this. Don't rush me off the stage. Bon Jovi, thank you. Love you, man. To all the artists who are inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, you deserve it. We are musicians. I am an organist. And when she was playing uh, that blues while ago, I wish I had my Hammond B3, boy. If I had my Hammond B3 with the pedals, I would just, oh, never mind. But I'm going to tell you a story. Nina lived in France. And she used to call everybody about 3.30 in the morning. She called me one morning and she said, and whenever she called me, she always played my album in the background. By the way, I have to give you a little, a little history. Nina and I both played the piano when we were three. My mother had me when she was 52. 
I have a 96-year-old brother still alive, a 94-year-old brother still alive, and an 78-year-old sister still alive. And I am 74. Nina took lessons from a lady named Mrs. Mazinovich. She was a German lady. And I told my, and I took lessons from the same lady. And I told my mother, you know, I went to Germany yesterday. She said, how you do that? I said, well, Mrs. Mazzy is German. That's the closest thing I've ever been to Germany in my life. And this was in North Carolina. Nina called me one day and she said, Sam, you know, when, when, when siblings talk to each other, you can tell that something is wrong. And she called me and I, and I heard something in her voice. And she talks like this, hello, Sam. It's Nina. I said, hello, Eunice. Whenever, <laughs> whenever I called her Eunice, it was as if daddy had spoken. Because I remind her of her daddy, who was tall, lanky, and thin like me. And I said, what's the matter? And there was this long pause. I said, Eunice, what's the problem? matter and she said Sam if I hand you the torch will you take it and I paused and I said yes she said I was hoping you would say that I knew you would say that now you have to understand my background I'm old school civil rights I marched with Martin Luther King. I sang at Martin Luther King's funeral. I went to jail with Martin Luther King and Rapper Nathan and Jesse Jackson in Philadelphia during the poster strike. We marched in Cairo, Illinois, Philadelphia, Mississippi. The goon squads, the tanks, the German shepherd dogs, the water hoses. I got marks on my back. I'm a survivor and I'm still here. Yeah, I'm still here. I believe in fighting for equality. That's why Nina said, you don't have to live next to me. Just give me my equality for my sister, my brother, my people, and me. That's what she said. So we want to pull away. That was Sam Wyman, Wayman, Nina Simone's younger brother, who accepted her 2018 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame award. What a prolific artist. And yeah, she was a nonconformist. So the fact that they would categorize her and put her into the Hall of Fame, how would she feel about it? Who knows? But that legacy and that voice translated. And I thought, why don't I just, I'll probably get in trouble for playing it. And I don't care. I'm celebrating her. I'm going to give this a copyright of 2015 Netflix. Nina Simone, what happened, Miss Simone? This is the trailer to the documentary. Watch it, live it. My mother was one of the greatest entertainers of all time, hands down. But she paid a huge price 
she could get angry and start arguments with people. Y'all pushing, you're pushing. Don't put nothing in it. Let's do it again. My father had a strategic plan in terms of how mom's career was going to go, but she wanted something more. There was something missing in her, some meaning. movement. She was convinced that certain things must be done in order to push the revolution. Nina was a real rebel. She didn't really fit in the revolutionary black female role that was offered her. She was a kind of patron saint of, of the rebellion. There was a regalness to Nina Simone. But also in the music, it spoke to so many different generations, not just people who sampled Nina Simone. I, I know from hearing interviews, LL Cool J named his daughter Nina Simone after Nina Simone. That says something right there, not just to be a fan, but to honor someone who came before you. For me, it's all about the music. I love you, Porgy. Mississippi, goddamn. The other woman, Sinner Man. Me, Mickey, pass. Seed Line Woman. I put a spell on you. Break down and let it all out. That's such a great song. Four Women. About the bombing in Birmingham. Wild is the Wind. Another great one. Pirate Jenny. Don't let me be misunderstood. These are tapestries. Feeling good. Every Everyone's heard feeling good. Everyone's heard it. It is, her version is iconic. It wasn't written by her, but that is, that's her staple. She did work song. Work song, that's such a, you know, where she's talking about breaking rocks. And she's talking about being on Chain Gang. Wild is the Wind. Yeah. Nina Simone's artistry is so powerful and so evocative that it lives in not just popular music, it's everywhere. I, I'll take a photograph sometimes and I'll put one of her songs to it because, you know, through technology you can do that. Um, but I thought it would be something... I already did a podcast earlier, but I thought I cannot go and not honor, the, on, honor Miss Nina Simone. A lot of people that I know, it's funny that Madonna was influenced by her, but a lot of people I know think Madonna's such a badass, and it's like, no. Nina Simone was a badass. She truly was. And she paid a price for that. She paid a price for wanting to be free. And she paid a price for the direction her music was going to go in. And it is timeless it is rough it is beautiful it is all of those things and so tonight i honor the legacy of miss nina simone she influenced so many artists but her voice as as we heard in the acapella 
transcends. And I'm going to do one more because that's that's how we're going to go out. That's how we're going to go out. And it's it's been an honor just talking about her. And I'm, and I'm doing this because I, I am a, not just a fan. I am a devotee. back dr zeus film podcast so see how technology intervenes and an alarm goes off and um yeah but i thought let's go out listening to this is this is an acapella okay here we go where you gonna run to all on that day? Will I run to the rock? Please hide me and run to the rock. Please hide me and run to the rock. Please hide me, Lord. Birds flying high, you know how I feel. Sun in the sky. Drifting on by, you know how I feel. It's a new dawn, it's a new day. It's a new life for me, yeah. It's a new dawn, it's a new day. It's a new life for me. And I'm feeling That is licensed on behalf of UMG, a Verve, EMI Music Publishing, Latin Autor, Sony ATV, Warner Chapel, Latin Autor, Polaris Hub AB, UBM, BMI Broadcast Music Incorporated, and 17 Music Rights Societies. I wanted to cite that because I don't want to get in trouble. If her family were to say please remove it I would remove it out of respect so that's tonight's show happy birthday Miss Simone 89 years and the music is so it's in the firmament it basically is and I love when I listen to her songs because you can feel it you can feel the hurt you can feel the love you can feel the struggle you can feel the rawness the the provocation i mean oh, oh there was magic in her music so good night <laughs>